You're listening to the Level Best Network. This is the Intercot Insider Live for December 12th, 2010. Mom and Dad ran out of tickets. The Intercot Insider Live is brought to you by Magical Journeys, the Disney vacation experts, and by the official ticket center for tickets to your favorite Central Florida theme parks and attractions at discounted rates. Welcome to another edition of the Intercot Insider. This is episode six. Uh, with me, I have Melanie Bounds. Hey, Melanie. Hey, John. Ian Mitchell. Hey, John. And Gary O'Brien. Hey. Come back, Gary. <laughs> back after a long yeah, absence. Back, yeah. Who is this guy? So we've got a, uh, a long list of topics again uh, tonight. Uh, I think the crew pretty much agreed that nothing really stood out as uh, being um, incredibly interesting. So we're going to go with uh, sort of interesting stuff that's going on in and around. Hey, hey John, can we talk about your marketing skills? <laughs> so stay with us for an so hour. So stay with us for another hour <laughs> and a half while we really talk about incredibly really, boring really Disney stuff. <laughs> what what I think I would quantify it is really that they were all so compelling that we just There you go. Ian uh marketer by day, <laughs> podcaster by night. Uh no, you know, I guess it, 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 there's no not like there's a new ride announcement or anything like that and uh no no incredibly new stuff from Disney, but we've got uh some interesting things uh going on in the world of D uh including um some attendance figures that have been released. Um Disney profits down by 7% in the third quarter. Um, did anybody not see this coming? <laughs> well, they're basing it on merchandise. Um, is, is, no, it's not. I don't think it's surprising to anybody. Um, well, I mean, you know, we've all, uh, I think most of us have been to the parks this year and um, it still seemed crowded. Um, hotels still seemed a little bit difficult um, to get into, but um I guess the reality of the circumstances, maybe, maybe things just are kind of like everything else right now in the U.S. Where the attendance uh, figures were things flat. Are off. Yeah. So Which is you know nothing. So nothing's changed as far as attendance figures. You know the profits, company wide. I mean, outside of Pixar, um, they they don't have a lot of smash hits coming anywhere, and so. You know, they they lost their biggest television show last year. Ironically, lost. Lost, lost, lost. is gone. <laughs> lost, you know, lost. Lost is gone. That was a huge revenue right. stream, and 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 there's no there's no big big movies that they do. I mean, you know, everybody's wondering if Tron's going to do well. They finally got something not Pixar related up until the top slot in box office this past week. Right. So you know, their core businesses are kind of. Right. Kind of suffering. Yeah, which actually, though, I mean, it's it, it a little bit impressive getting it into the top of the box office, given the fact that the um, the latest Harry Potter movie is out competing well, at the beat, same time. Harry Potter beat them on their opening weekend, so on the second uh, weekend. Tangle turn, yeah, Tangle yeah, turnaround and beat him. Right, so it's there's fine. kind of a battle for first place. Although, you know, I guess when you were saying, I see the, the attendance figures being flat, I, I suppose that, you know... Um, makes a little more sense now when you say that because folks are probably still 
booking vacations or or still going on their uh, vacations that have already been booked. But when they go down there, maybe it's like, well, you know what? Maybe don't need that extra Mickey T-shirt. Um, right. You know, we don't need uh, this or that, or we don't need to go out to the table service as much. Or, you know, it's funny because we have a neighbor um, who was just heading down there and who, <laughs> bringing up one of my favorite topics, the Disney dining plan, um, in the past said that they had gone for the full Disney dining plan. And this time they said, you know what, we're, we're just going to try the uh, the counter service instead. And they came back and commented how much they like that. Um, that's that's what we did this past summer. We're much happier doing that. Right. Do you so, feel it's a better value? You're getting better value for your money and such? Or? Well, I think, you know, Ian and I have brought this up before. It's just, you know, A, it, dining plans, so much food. You know, we ended up calling it the Disney indigestion plan. Um, <laughs> and, you know, with, with counter service, you don't the have dip. to... Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, with with counter service, you don't have to plan your day around where you're going to eat your right. big meal. Right. So uh, so, so I can see that. Of, of well, but that that's the cheap that's the cheaper <laughs> option. They're also giving away food. Yeah, but the, here's know? the thing, though: you're leaving out a big kind of piece of the information. That's what makes the story a lot more newsworthy, which is that overall tourist traffic to Orlando is climbing. However, Disney's share of that traffic is declining. That was really the news in this. Yeah, Kiss, Kissimmee's way down. Way so down. where, where, do, where um, does it say people are going then, Ian? Well, the, the implication of the article that was the source of this news story, mm-hmm. well, implication is a relative term. I mean, the bottom line is attendance at Universal has gone up 36%. Right. Since Wizarding World opened, so I mean, Disney's attendance stayed completely flat, whereas Universal's has gone up 36 percent. So what you're clearly seeing is traffic into Orlando increasing, and Disney's share of that traffic not increasing. Disney's share of that traffic staying flat, and and Universal's going through the roof. I mean, at one, you know, you're talking about a better than a one third increase in foot traffic in. Then also, right on though, go ahead, Mel. Well, I just think it's it's the third quarter, which we've talked about September before being it's that's I think now that's the flattest month period in Walt Disney. So it goes from it says third quarter goes from July 4th to October 2nd. So October 2nd is that's the first weekend of Food and Wine Fest. I just think it'll go it'll go up for this fourth quarter. I think third, it'll be in, it, Yeah, it'll be interesting to see, but I, yeah. honestly, again, you know, just this is There's nothing anecdotal. special going on during the, that right. third quarter. I mean, but anyway. But to, to Ian's point, I mean, it's all anecdotal, but uh, I mean, talking to people I know who are Disney fanatics, neighbors, friends, relatives, um, they're pumped to go to Universal. Mm, right. And I'm hearing that. And I'm hearing, well, yeah. do you think I should go there? I've heard a lot of good things about that, uh, the new Wizarding World. It's, it's, and, you know, they're a little confused about what it is and, and things like that. But, um, there, there definitely is some good buzz on the street. Oh, no doubt. Um, from, and, from and that, so. on, on the heels of that, you know, they, they've been, people have been doing the comparisons on the special events, you know, Christmas, Halloween. Uh, right. As far as value, you know, it's for for Christmas the best value is SeaWorld. For I your buck, I've been bang, hearing a lot about nope. SeaWorld's Christmas. Bang for your buck, people love SeaWorld. You, you don't pay as much as you do for for uh, anywhere else, and you know I love SeaWorld. And uh, but you know you also have to look. And, you know we're we've got Legoland coming up. Right. Yes, can't wait. Legoland's going to be opening, and uh, there's also this rumored thrill thrill ride. 
park that somebody's opening. I don't know much about it, but uh, where's that? Gonna be? Yeah, I hadn't heard Bill much about that. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's uh, uh, people are just talking about uh, Orlando Thrill Park. Oh, I haven't huh. heard so, about that. Yeah, uh, International Drive area. Oh, okay. So that's close. Yeah, I've heard buzzes about that. Buzz, yeah, that's about it. Though. It's all like all coasters. But well, think. I mean, think about it. One of the reasons why uh, Universal does so well is it it travels across age groups. You know, you've got scary rides and you've got kid rides, and mm-hmm. you know that's where where we've talked about Disney falling flat. Is that you know there's this perception that there's only so much to do at Disney. Yeah, that's so, right. about it. I mean, if you're a thrill, if you're a thrill seeker, it's like one or two things per park. I, mean, I, do, I think Sorry. Be right. Disney a bit of a of a pass. I mean, they had a major competitor in the area who announced years ago that they were going to come up with a you know theme park a land based around arguably the most popular character in the last decade, and they didn't respond. So I think right. that that you're seeing the outcome put of this. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I mean, you know, we'll see whether this trend continues or whether it's people going, you know, I be, I think Disney believes that this is people going, oh, well, let me see what's over here real quick. Okay, that's nice. I saw that. Now I'm going to go back over here. Yeah, we'll but, see if that's about to be the case. But, I'm, but, that's, but, only, that's, but. Only, that's only in reference to Harry Potter. Their, their attendance, Universal has been gaining popularity for years. And you have to wonder if Disney as far as the parks operations go are responding to what consumers want in that area. You know, you can't, you can't necessarily say it's just Harry Potter when, you know, before that it was Spider-Man and, right. you know, in dueling dragons or, you know, whatever it was that people were going to those shops. I mean, certainly it wasn't, or those, those parks, it wasn't, you know, ET, but, well, you know. I think I think it's all about um, it, it's something in uh, television and radio and everything. They, they, they call it sampling. That basically what you try and do is get somebody to sample you and check mm-hmm. you out the first time. And and once that people actually start realizing, hey, you know what? This is actually a pretty good product over here. Getting them back becomes a lot easier down the line. And I think now with that Wizarding World, people are going over there and saying, you know what, this is kind of Disney-like in a lot of ways. And, you know, and plus it's got this stuff for my older kids. And, and you know, I would have never thought of spending a day or two at Universal before, but I could see myself coming back here. And, and the more people that do that, even if it's just a day or two, Taking away that day or two from the seven-day Disney vacation. Right. That or adds up that, throughout the yep. course of the year. That's what yeah, people I don't think understand. People go, well, it doesn't matter. Even if people go to you know, with, to Harry Potter land, they're still going to go to Disney World. Well, yeah, that's true. But, but Disney you know, has been for years working diligently on doing their best to get people to stay on their property for right. as long as humanly possible. That's Correct. what the whole... That's what the whole Magic Your Way Pass is about. That's what the whole, um, you know, Magical Express, uh, Magical Express is about. Yeah. All those things are geared around the fact that they don't just want you to come to Orlando. They want you to come to Orlando and stay in Disney World and stay there for as long as they can keep you. You know, when you look at the way they slice and dice the park passes, I think it costs you like an extra $30 to stay for, yep. you know, three more days. And that's You're not right. accidental. That's because they know that they need to keep you in the park. And if, and if, if that suddenly becomes an issue 
even to even to a relatively small degree, you know, because people are going, well, you know what, I'm going to go to Disney World for four days and Universal for three days, you know, because I mean Universal's got some pretty sweet hotel deals, sure. so you you know I think it would be easy to get lured away with that. That's a huge. I mean, every you know, if even only a small percentage of the people who are traveling down there make that decision, that's a big ding in Disney's attendance. So. You know, it's going to be an interesting time. We'll see what happens with them. I mean, thus far, they seem, I mean, it's, you know, we talked previously about the Fantasyland expansion, which appears to be their response to this, but they can't even get it, like, yeah, I mean, I know construction's gone on, but, you know. We still don't know what We still don't even know what they're doing. Right. Right. They can't even get their own house in order enough to to actually announce something that they're willing to stand behind. So, you know, people are going, wait, you don't even know what you're doing? You know, how how is this luring me away from universe? You know, it just, it's really, it's going to be a telling 12-month period, I think, for Disney World to see whether they really, because I do believe that they are largely hiding behind the economic crisis and, you know, the the numbers appear to be starting to turn against them. So whether they can... Mm. Well, yeah, the economic the economic downturn certainly is an easy way to hide be you know hide your your lack of uh, innovative leadership. So, sure. I mean, they did it last time. I mean, they did <laughs> yeah, it with nine exactly. eleven. Don't don't softball it, Gary. <laughs> hey, you know what though? I mean, you, if you go back and you look at the, the major, you know, as, as much as everybody likes to rip on on Michael Eisner, that right. expansion that he did was not during the best of economic times. Well, that's the best time to expand. I mean, that's you know, I mean, I they you, Gary. they went and I mean, they, they he went all out, and then he went overboard and 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 you know became insane. Well, we just <laughs> and he went off the deep. We just, we just saw. I read the book. Where did I uh, see the book that I quoted in Gary? That book. The, Ian's quoted in a book. I, hold on, yeah, hold the phone. You were not what, quoted what? in the Michael what? Eisner book. No, I was quoted in Disney War. Oh, okay. Um, Get the plug in, Ian. I mean, what Disney? <laughs> what was what was Disney War about? And and I mean, you might oh, as well you threw it out there because I'm going to have to put it in the show notes now. So it go was, ahead. Yeah. I was. I was I sort. Of, I remember this. There is a um. There's a segment in Disney War which was the book that um a guy named James Stewart wrote about sort of the Save Disney. I mean, it was yeah, a little bit broader Disney than that. Versus, uh, it was basically the Roy Disney and Stan Gold versus. You know, oh right, right. And there's a segment in which he talks about the legendary shareholder meeting where Eisner got the huge vote of no, you know, vote withheld and all that. And I was at that event, and he interviewed me, and my quote appeared in the book. So nice, awesome. And I remember that on the board. And I'm not the only intercocky yep. that was in there too. Tracy um, uh, also got her. Also yeah, I, I I actually remember that that the thread because that was a really hot thread going on in news and rumors and yeah, yeah, it was like, yeah. <laughs> I did a uh, I, I did a pretty detailed you know report because Roy I mean that was that was actually a really cool event because I got to meet Roy Disney and and talk with him and Stan Gold and you know so there was quite a bit to report on from that event so I did a pretty detailed you know kind of breakdown of how things went. Yeah, it's kind of coming back to me now. It, was, I wasn't quite as much of a gushing fool as I was when I met Marty Sklar, John, but it was yeah, cool. well, yeah. When Ian and I both met Marty Sklar <laughs> at the same time, and yeah, we both were kind of <laughs> big fan. Well, we went. I mean, yeah, that was actually cool because we went. This was when we were at IAPA, and 
we actually yeah. went in. I don't even remember how the heck we got into that presentation, but we, we sat were credentialed. In on this, we were press. We sat in on this presentation <laughs> that Marty Sklar gave about yes. you know, the, the rules of Imagineering and all this great. I mean, it was like the most random thing. We're like, oh, there's Marty Sklar. It was Marty and I think Dick uh, yeah, Nunes Dick, no, was, was there, who was another. Oh, wow. I mean, another guy who I could have listened to talk for about a day. Yeah, was, um, he was fascinating. We do a segment on that, John. We can talk about that. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I still we could. Deck. I still have copies of the deck that he did. That you know, with his presentation about the, you know, the next ten rules of ten uh, rules of Imagineering and, and, and things that. along that line. Yeah. Well, anyway. you know, bringing us back on topic, it, it's funny because <laughs> you're talking about what's new and what's next and and things like that and how uh, Universal at this moment seems to have the upper hand. I think uh, that what what I'm seeing at least on the boards and on Disney sites is kind of uh, like Disney fans going what's the next big thing what's coming what what you know because i think they're sort of discounting the fantasy land thing even though i mean i'm i'm as excited as anybody for a little mermaid attraction i think you know it well done great perfect addition to fantasy land just the rest of it's so nebulous that nobody knows what's going on over there that you're kind of almost looking past it going okay so where's disney's big thing where's their big tron the no. movie does well. Well, do we get a Tron attraction in Tomorrowland? No? Tron attraction with a, I, a we gotta be realistic soundtrack. Here. We gotta <laughs> be realistic doesn't... here. Cars was one of the most wildly successful movies that they've right. ever done, and like, so you go think find if... me the Cars attraction in Disney World. So you think if uh, if it's yeah, a big but... success in Disneyland, then uh, we look to have that ported to Disney World? I've heard, yeah, Hollywood Studios. Have you? Is there enough land to do that? Because, I mean, it's, it, isn't it taking up a fair... Although we're talking Dis- Disneyland, so... Replace oh, lights with action. Okay. That's just what I've heard. I don't know. That was a... Yeah, that, that'll that clearly be dependent on how... What it does to their attendance, I'm sure. Hmm. It you looks know. so cool. I mean, it, the, really it, it, it should be amazing. I mean, I've read some, right. like, Imagineering-focused articles on the development of it as far as... And the guys that are, the guys that you should be listening to about the project mm-hmm. are all totally geeked up about it. And right. so do you, do you know do you know much about what what what's actually going on out there? Because when when I've well, when I've heard about it, I haven't. Look, I, I gotta admit, I'm, I'm a much more Disney World focused, right. and, and there are times where I don't pay attention much to what else is going on in the Disney empire and uh, the cars attraction. I've just seen some concept art for it. I've, I've seen, you know, a few things well, it's the here same and there. Concept as test track. That's what I was, with that's today's what I was going to technology ask. and today's, you know, so is it going to take them three really, years to get it up and running? Track. No, I don't think so. <laughs> the wrong kind of tires <laughs> break down every 15 minutes. <laughs> but no, and so, I don't think it's, it's all but, not supposed to open at the same time. Like the whole radio radiator springs, but it's, it's so based on the movie. Hmm. Like it's going to be, fl- well, a lot of it actually does look like shops and restaurants, but really? the attraction looks really cool. No, I, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to it and it's another reason oh. for me at least to go out to California. So that's, that's another one of those things where you need, you almost need that kind of a draw where it's something that's fascinating, interesting. Right. You know. Well, if, I mean, you know, that, that Harry Potter, that Harry Potter uh, section is one ride and a bunch of shops and, and restaurants. That's it's the just... thing going back to the Harry Potter thing. I haven't mm-hmm. been yet. I'm going like the first weekend of January. I I'm in it. <laughs> I have to say, I'm not even a big Harry Potter person. I've seen a couple of the movies, and I'm right. excited. But anyway, 
That's the thing I've heard. It's like a half day kind of thing. What, no? the park? The park the itself? Harry Potter area. Well, the Harry, you know, the thing is, for folks who have been there before, they know what's been there or what was there prior to uh, putting in. But if you haven't been there, you've got the Dueling Dragons. You've got the Kid Coaster that's back there. You've got the uh, Wand Show. You've got the restaurant which is actually not bad for a theme park restaurant. You've got the actual uh, Harry Potter ride back there um, and then the shops. And yeah, I mean that, I think that is, did I miss anything? I'm, well, the I'm thing sure. is, is all of it's really well themed and there's a lot of right. detail. Right. So right. you, you know, you, you, it's very immersive. Yeah. You, you pay attention, you know, and I didn't, I, I was there in the dark, so I didn't get a, you know, oh, yeah. I, I, yeah. I didn't get to experience it as much as I wanted to. Uh, I've just the, heard a lot of people say, yes, yes, the Harry Potter area is so cool, but the rest of the park didn't interest me at all. Like, really I, you, see, th- you can read that oh. in the trip report form. Honestly. On, I mean, on I, yeah, I don't see that. Look, uh, Seuss Landing is done as well as just about anything in Disneyland or Disney World. I mean, um, it, it's uh, it's interesting. Uh, the Marvel area. Um, I mean, you have to be into coasters a little bit because... There's yeah. Hulk, which is a really good coaster. Um, but Spider-Man, again, one of the best, probably. Oh, and I'm excited to ride that, too. That, so. um, Ripsaw R- 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 Falls, um, I mean, a, a fantastic flume ride. You will get wet. Mm-hmm. Um, and same with Popeye's. There are two water rides right across from one another. The Popeye's mm-hmm. Bilge Rat Barges, I think, yeah. And oh, actually, three, because then if you count um, uh, Jurassic, Jurassic Park, Park yeah. which is right That's a water in the ride? same area. Uh, kind of, kind of, yeah. yeah. It's a it's big... sort of like that rumored, uh, you know, ride that we were talking about that may yes. or may not involve water. That, yeah, <laughs> may or may not. Mix. Yeah, it's um okay. Yeah, it it's, it's, it, you know, big boats and has a a big splash down at the end, but for the most I, part, you know, it's. I have no interest in Harry Potter at all, and oh. like I, I have no desire to go to Harry Potter Land. It's not my thing. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not decrying the land. I'm sure it's well done and all that. I, it's not my thing, but I can tell you that I was completely underwhelmed by both Islands of Adventure and Universal when I went, for the most part. I mean, Spider-Man was awesome. That was a blast. I thought Jurassic Park was horrible. You know, there was a couple other you, attractions When did you there. last go? Oh, God, it's been, I couldn't even tell you. So you haven't, you probably haven't seen the mummy either. No, I have not seen the mummy, which which I heard is good. In one of my, in my humble opinion, one of the best combinations of dark ride and roller coaster together. I, I mean, perfect. Which I've heard. I I definitely have heard that. But, but I mean, some of their stuff was really bad. I mean, they had like a twister attraction when I was there that was like horrendous. Different, different strip. My kid, my kids love that because the flying cows. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, okay. seriously we so came out of that the movie, and then. in the gift shop we had to we had to buy a cow because they thought that was great I yeah mean, that was, <laughs> different that's strokes one of the worst different attractions i've ever been on in my life it was it was really horrible and then they had for a while like some better than sounds ride. dangerous all right Ugh. you're right fair point yeah. i don't <laughs> count that though that was like that's like <laughs> thrown together like you know yeah. but it's been there forever so well, anyway, okay. as, yeah. as, as, yeah, as stop play buttons are going off all over the internet right now because we're talking so much about Universal as opposed yeah, to Disney. But um, anyway, so anyway, that that all came out of attendance figures and profits being down in third quarter. But but there's also some other 
um, stuff going on. And you guys know more about this than I do, um, that there's a union dispute going on at Walt Disney World right now. What, what's the scoop on that? What, what's going well, on? You know, essentially, what? Uh, first of all, I'm going to tell you right now that there's not going to be a winner in this whole this whole di- dispute. Neither Disney's going to come out looking good, and, and the workers aren't going to come out good either. Um, it's it's what's going on at every other company right now. Uh, there's a exactly. Um, they've been offered. Uh, Disney's offered three percent raises. Um, and that's it. And, uh, but they're also, they're going to raise the cost of health insurance and, or you can go down to a lower catastrophic health insurance. So it won't cover, uh, okay, wait a minute. So 3% raise, but that cost of health insurance is going, I mean, pretty much that's going on everywhere. That's going on everywhere. However, what, what, what the, the. The cast members are are citing is is right. you know there are kids coming in that are earning the same as someone who's been working there eight ten years, okay. or just you know just about the same you know uh, it and it's it's shifted from being something that you can start off and have a career working at Disney to being a part time job that uh, that you know is is seasonal people come in a lot of turnover. And the the point that the cast members are making, besides the fact that they want a living wage, right. is that if Disney is pushing that their service is what keeps people coming back, right. you're not going to get that service from somebody who only works there three months out of the year, uh, who's just graduated from high school, who only works 18 hours a week. You know, they're they're saying that these career cast members are are the reason why they have, or at least in the past, have had the high service quality. Right. You know, and I think that's actually a pretty good point, um, knowing some people that work at Disney. Um, and, and they had mentioned that it has been tougher now to progress through the ranks than it used to be, that, that they used to start out, like you mentioned, as an hourly cast member. They'd move along in the company and eventually right. work their way up. And they're folks who genuinely want to work for Disney. They want to have a career there. They want to help guests. So, yeah, I think they are more vested in the magic. Um, And I I think in the long run, that is good for the company. It it gets you the kind of hopefully customer service you're looking for. So I can see, definitely see that that side of things where. um, But but balance that idea out with the the company side. And I'm, I'm not. Taking right. a side here, but no. the company, you know, it's it's a publicly owned company, so mm-hmm. they have to pay dividends, it's and that's profits. You have that is what profit. they do. Period. End of story. Um, you know, the the idea of a, a of a publicly traded company with a heart just doesn't exist. Um, you know, they're they're looking at one thing. That's what they do. Um, so, but if if do you think we, do you think do you, do you really believe that? That that ultimately that the companies, uh, you know, if they get big enough, that Look, they if, don't if think about company, think about a, a balance at some point, though. Company the size of Disney, I think that there are so many different stages of decision making. Right. I I certainly think that you know the the cast member's manager probably cares. His manager probably cares, but just a little less right. than that manager. Right. You know, up and up and up, and then you have people making budgetary decisions for 
Epcot, and that has to be approved by by park operations, and that has to be approved by corporate. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's all these different layers, and slowly but surely, that that human layer gets taken out. And I, I, yeah, it, I think to a certain degree they do, but at some point you swap. You know, uh, short term uh, for the long term, and, and and companies have to realize that that if customer service starts failing because of the fact that they've decided to go to hourly employees, then in the long term, you know what that's going to mean? That's going to mean to decrease profits, less people going there. I mean, so I, I think they there there is somewhat of a balance, but I think ultimately, yeah, you're you're probably right. I mean, right now, especially in this economy, things are more. Right you know, black and white, it's, it's, well, we're not making enough money. So this is the route we have to go. Well, and I, and I agree with that and that you're right that, you know, long-term approach is, is the better approach. I'm not sure, however, that that's necessarily the, the wall street approach anymore. You know, looking at something over a, a, a four or five year investment, Right. For something, you know, if they were invest in that workforce, I'm not sure Wall Street's going to go, oh, that's great. You know what? Because we're talking about a company where when Michael Eisner took over and he started pushing that, he was looking at 20% growth every year. Right. And they set that precedence and stockholders like that. Right. Sure you know, they, they like that idea. So if all of a sudden, you know, you're saying, look, we're going to have to make sacrifices, um, it's going to be easier for them to say that to the the worker in the pits than it is going to be for their shareholders. Yeah, period. let's be realistic. These workers, they're not people with a ton of leverage. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't mean to demean them, but they're not. I mean, by and large, for the most part, you're talking about an unskilled worker pool that doesn't have a whole lot of options. So, yeah, they're going to get pushed around as compared to Wall Street. You know, there's no doubt I, about it. Well, they are. And, but, you know, we, we're talking about service and we we want service and it's those career cast members that really provide us with that high level of service but we have to also balance that expectation with the fact that if we want that we're going to pay for it we the consumer i'm not even sure that's an option anymore though because we're not going to pay for it because they're not going to give us that choice well they're not going to i mean disney well that's i I think that's what we're dealing with in reality but the, the the cast members are saying look you know that's what Disney is drilling into them. That that's the level of service that they're gonna they should be providing. And you have people who've been working there for twenty years who provide that out of love for the company, love of what they do. And you you compare that to somebody who's ju- just there for a part time job, right? So that they can pay for you know their their beer money for college they're also using a lot of the the internship programs and the in the international workers international. as well mm-hmm. so you know th- that's all cheaper labor for them but and don't that, you think that reflects don't you think at some point you know if, if you you only focus on on that um that you risk repeating what happened before to the company and when when Disney became a takeover target and the parks kind of started falling apart, the wheels started coming off, you but know, that's, that's going to happen, though. I mean, it's, I don't even think it's a question of whether it happens at this point. It's just a question of when it will happen, because I think they've already gotten to that point. I mean, they like 
most of what I feel like you're seeing right now is just sort of fighting, delaying actions here and there. You know, maybe we can sell, you know, Golden Oaks and make, you know, $300 million doing that, and that'll keep us all employed for another, you know, three years while we hide the fact that we have an unsustainable business model here. <laughs> you know, which, I mean, yeah, and flat attendance figures coming out, are they, you know, is that the first sign? Is that the first chink in the armor? I don't know. We won't know until, Look, until it, we it, have a chance for it to evolve a little further. And I, I actually agree with Ian, but what, what you have to look at, too, though, is the public face of the Disney company is not Bob Iger. It's not, you know, any of those executives. It's those Yeah, speaking of that, yeah, 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 wait, you're bringing up a great point. Wait, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Gary, but yeah, who is the public face anymore? You know, at least you can say a lot about Eisner and his later years where I think he made some bad decisions, but man he at least the company during his early reign he was the face of the company when, he took when up you, the walt disney yeah yeah he, he did yeah he took up Man, yeah yeah exactly i mean from from being on sunday night and being the guy sitting on the desk mm-hmm. talking to you and everything right now it's it's just nothing i don't it's, when i think of disney I, corporation yeah, yeah it I is think, another faces corporation I think right now you know as as we've discussed uh, you know we always bring up the economic downturn, the economic downturn, the best thing a company like Disney could do that has that capital of our nostalgia. And, you know, it has that warm place in everybody's heart because of Uncle Walt and we all grew up with it. That's possibly one of the best things that they could do is put somebody in there that's that has a vision. Say, you know, just just using somebody that has a personality, you know, John Lasseter. Everybody loves him. Right. Right be the public face of that company he could be the steve jobs right of mm-hmm. disney yep and have or, that steve go- or steve jobs could be the steve jobs it's like, <laughs> very <laughs> much so but There's, uh, there is that you know th- there I are not enough was floating the other day I, I was trans it was came across from some other source i don't remember why i could go back and look but i don't remember the source but that that, that apple was considering a large Takeover. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember seeing that. And, and no, that, actually, that's that been that floated has. a number of times, Ian. I mean, I've seen that where the yeah, Disney would be a, so a lot of it is like fanboy, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I oh, I wish Steve Jobs would buy Disney because he's yeah. you know the next Walt Disney. Which you know, I don't know if that's true or not. I have no idea. You know, I have an Apple. I have Apple products, and I, I I think they're by and large a you know a good company and they seem to be reasonably well run. And yeah, I know but, that they were floundering when jobs left and they did better when he came back. But I, I have no idea if he's a guy that no, they, is capable of running. I, I, I have no clue, but I do know that there are folks out there who have this vision of him, like a Walt Disney kind of figure who I think, yeah. think be, so I, can, I kind of always talk those up. Though. Sorry. He, he, no, I was, I was interrupting you, but he, he's right. a man who likes to focus on a core product line. Uh, so there's no way he would work. He would, take over something as diverse as disney it would i, well, I don't maybe, i don't see maybe, it either uh, I, can, I, yeah. I can't i you know what just in his obsession with quality he, he would just but but maybe he maybe he comes in for precisely that reason because the company has branched out into so many non-core business areas that it needs to be pruned well you know I mean, what i could i could see kind of a setup where uh, he and somebody else like a lassiter um it take the reins of the company and where he is the Frank Wells to the Michael Eisner. But, That's but what you have Absolutely. Somebody, somebody like Lasseter Without comes in. Yeah, with the vision. <laughs> exactly. I didn't mean uh, to laugh. And the, the vision. Liver, though, so, you know. 
Yeah, that was a shame. Uh, uh, honestly, I mean, I think that's where the things started to fall apart. Yes, for Eisen. I agree. I mean, it was the yin to the yang thing, and mm-hmm. I mean, in the, in the Roy to the Walt. In right. recent, exactly. Yeah, their relationship was a little bit less clear cut than that. I mean, I think the a Gary lot of, to the John. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I think a lot of people like <laughs> the to human to the into that box. I'm not sure it's quite as neat as the Roy and the Walt, you know, was, right. but. But I mean, even even Eisner in in recent years has basically said the same thing. Like you know, yeah. it was just never the same there after Frank died. Right. Yeah. You know, he never could find anybody to replace him. He made obviously a series of horrible hires with the Michael Ovitz thing and the oh, yeah. the uh, you know the <laughs> Jeffrey Katzenberg thing and all that. And there was a lot of so yeah, he yeah, you know bringing back bad memories. But now, original, but but the bottom line, but and you know, and I'm I've been a horribly vocal critic of Eisner in his later years, but. Early on, he was exactly what this company needed, and quite frankly, they need another one right now. And and you know, I I don't have any really you know strong feelings about Bob Iger one way or the other, but I'm just getting the opinion that he's not a guy who is cut out to be running this company. And he's not a visionary, at least in the public sense that you just don't you don't see you don't see you don't hear you you really do for a company this dynamic you need that public face and when you invisible invisible is a good one yes yeah yeah a huge i mean how how many cast members do they have in florida alone oh they've got like sixty thousand. you know so i mean we're talking about what they're looking for is somebody that they can all rally behind and feel as though they're working for something that they believe in. Right. And, you know, for them, yeah, you know, having having a good wage would be that. But how many other industries are fighting that same issue right now? Right. And well, I, well, I think... The other thing, too. When you have 70,000 employees, right, in one spot, and I don't know how many man hours that equates to in a given year. I mean, clearly they're not all working 40-hour work weeks. But, you know, even if you assume that only... 35 you know only half of them are working at any given time i mean you put that together in in terms of what the cost of you know of giving a salary increase a meaningful salary increases i mean that's you know if you give them even a 50 cent an hour raise you know you're you're costing your company you know tens of thousands of dollars an hour in extra wages i mean that's got that money has to come from somewhere Right? Where is it going to come from? The, all the guests are screaming as it is right now that the the prices keep going up. I mean, that was another one where I just didn't get it. I mean, you know, we're in the middle of one of the biggest economic downturn. Well, for, I mean, let, we can stop calling it one of the biggest. It is without a doubt the biggest economic downturn that any of us. Well, it's in our seen. lifetimes, yeah. right? Within our lifetime. I mean, the the, the yeah. Great Depression is so long ago that the vast majority of people who went this through it. This would be the Great Recession. Don't don't really remember it. So the so worldwide Great Recession. This is yep. the greatest. Economic it took down Greece and Ireland. Yep. <laughs> yeah, really. This is the greatest economic crisis that that we've seen. Yeah. And they respond to it by not only raising their prices, but raising them like pretty significantly. Yeah. And I, you know, I said when it happened, you know, this to me was a perfect opportunity for forget all this other stuff about you know this celebration or that celebration. How about you just say, hey, you know what? This is a bad economic year for everyone. And even though we have all this data from our customers that says they still feel like they're getting good value out of our theme park admission, we're going to do the right thing. We're not raising our prices. We want everybody to still be able to come here. We want kids to be able to come meet Mickey Mouse. You know, we want they, And they just they could not resist the money grab. 
and you know that was like that quite frankly to me was like really i mean you, you like failed pr 101 right. you know here you are in the middle of a, of a horrible i mean if you just stop to think about it pair it with the golden oak thing right so you're in the middle of this horrible economic downturn <laughs> that comes along with it with this sort of class warfare element of you know us versus them and we and you know the middle class hates the rich people so how does disney respond to that they raise prices epically and then they build a playground for millionaires in their backyard (laughs) think about that very true really how detached are the people running and i'm not i don't i don't actually i sort of separate the walt disney world management from the company management right you know, because I don't think that Disneyland has the same. No. I mean, they have some of the same issues, but not. You know. Mm. But like, how of course, cool they've been in a labor be- dispute for three years now, so that yeah, hasn't been solved. No, they're That's a good Well, yeah. guys, guys, again, I, 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 I I'm worried. We're <laughs> starting to turn into Cudlow and Kramer or whatever. You yeah. Know? I mean, it's starting to sound like the the uh, bulls and bears uh, over here. You know. <laughs> What are you gonna get oh, your money? Goodness great. Sell five municipals. <laughs> I, I was wishing I had sound effects so that I could start <laughs> playing. <laughs> uh, we've actually reached about the halfway point of uh, this episode, so we're gonna take a little break right here, and then on the uh, return side, we're we're gonna talk about uh, our best of, which is gonna be extinct attraction. Also got some stuff uh, ahead uh, having to do with Tangled and a new Tangled package. Um, So uh, stay right there. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Intercot Insider, and this is episode six again. Still here with Melanie, Ian, and Gary, and we're going to get into some fun stuff at this point, um, which includes the best of our ongoing segment. And this week we're doing our favorite or the best of extinct attractions. Um, Let me see. Who am I going to throw it to right now first? Well, Melanie's doing the uh, don't call on me. Oh, we're starting with this? Yeah, don't call on me, teacher. Don't call on me, teacher. No, I have my answer. Do you? Okay, then I'm going to call on Gary because he's turned sideways. (laughs) Or his picture could be frozen. I'm not sure. Is is his picture frozen again? Am I? Again, uh, yeah, yes. yeah, we see each other. We, we we record this on Skype and we do it via Skype video conferencing. So we typically look at each other and we know not to cut people off. And Gary's been frozen the whole episode. And now he's we have frozen the again. Yeah, we've got the profile of Gary. Yeah, it's a very, it's a nice it's a very profile, uh, Gary. Distinguished. That's, looking. that's my coin. I'm I'm going to use <laughs> Gary <that>. coin. <laughs> okay, that was nice. next year's Disney dollar mold. There you go. That's, that's good. I may have to take a screenshot and yeah. uh, post that. Up oh, now he's now his picture's gone. Oh, oh bye, Gary. Hey, Gary, your head looks like a question mark. <laughs> So, all right. All right, right. Let's go before Since, this degenerates uh, any further. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to move to Ian instead just for <laughs> oh, that. Oh, me? Um, why why yeah. don't you go first for a game? <laughs> because I'm the host. I don't have to. That's a fair point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, extinct attraction. Ian, go. Oh, man. Uh, gee moly. Uh, well, there's so many to choose from. Are you sure we didn't talk about this topic before? Ian's swearing we talked about this at some point. And it may be during the Lost yeah, Intercot sure. Insider episode two. Yeah, it was probably just a crossover topic that is triggering my memory. Um, so so I'm like a Magic Kingdom born and bred kind of a guy. So i got to stick with the Magic Kingdom attraction. 
Okay. Um, I'm firmly in the camp that while I enjoyed 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, it was a tad overrated. It was hot and stinky. and Lines were you know, long. Right, lines were long. It was a Slow loading, loading. yes. Slow yeah. loading. Mm. Yep. Um, you know, I liked the Skyway. I mean, that was kind of a, you know, that was always fun. But like, Why really, don't you just you know, name everything so that nobody can fine. name anything? <laughs> yeah, I know, Mel. <laughs> but and I that, had that, to that, think so hard. But well, that's okay. okay. You can still fine. use it. He hasn't I, used you know, that. I'll lose the build up, okay? I'll okay, just... yeah. We, he was going for the slow build. He's going for the slow build, right. right yeah. Um, you know, I'm struggling between two, actually. That's one of the reasons why I'm talking, because I'm trying to decide which one I really want to pick. I mean, I could say Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, which is really probably my that was probably my all-time favorite attraction in Disney World, but it still exists in Disneyland, so I can still ride that. But it must be too however, obvious, too. Go ahead. What's that? It'd almost be too obvious a choice. Yeah, it would knowing be. Knowing you. I, but, but there's a legitimate reason why. I can still ride that. I cannot, however, ride if you had wings, which I remember from being a little kid if as like you had one of wings, my had favorite. Wings, I, mean, I know it was wings. a big commercial, but I didn't know that when I was a kid. And you know what was really great about it? If you go far enough back to the to the actual ticket book days. Oh, yeah, I was going to – yep. That oh, ride did not require a ticket. So literally like when your mom and yep. dad ran out of tickets for the day <laughs> – you know, oh, that's that. funny. That's priceless. Wings one more time. Can you we go in if you had you know if you had that wings? That is more, priceless. Required. So hey, man, you could go in there all the time, and it was fun. Had a great catchy '70s era theme song. You know, yep. it was it was cool. Little and a little bit of trivia for those of you who don't know, there are elements of that ride that still exist in the um, I don't know what used Buzz to be. Lightyear, Mexico. Uh, you were saying it used to be El Rio del Tiempo, but I can't remember what it's called now. The Three Caballeros. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah, so, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the well, the the scene where they're, you're they're running after a guy, somebody's trying to sell them something, and the, you know that whole thing. The, the, well, it actually, was just taken out, but that yeah. that that was kind of from uh, if, if you had wings. That was but, a direct lift, and so was the cliff. The cliff diving video was also a direct lift. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, the, I never went on. I never rode. Well, for those who haven't, I mean, essentially the the Buzz Lightyear is is just pretty much a direct overlay over the. Tr- they didn't track change exactly. the track oh, at really? all. Oh, really? Yeah, yep. yeah. It's the same thing. So when you get to the end of the Buzz Lightyear ride and you're shooting, and then all of a sudden you go through the room that has mm-hmm. kind of a huge. It's a huge room, and and there's stuff going on, but you can't shoot at anything. Right. Well, well, that you used can't to be shoot something in there. Yeah. It, well, it used to be. Uh oh, Ian's got a secret he's going to give away. It's but a top secret Buzz Lightyear. That should be a whole segment of itself. Yeah, right? I'd like to hear that actually. But nine 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 on Buzz Lightyear. Like we could do that as a topic sometimes. Yep. Then we'd have to like pause and let people skip over or turn the volume down for like ten seconds if they didn't want to hear that. But yeah, right. But that room. Uh, was known at least to us, uh, if you had wing aficionados, as the speed room. Speed room. Because what they did is you'd be going just at the same speed you always go. It's an omni mover. It, it just all. travels at the same speed all the time. But they would give you the illusion of speed by things going super fast uh, around like in Space you. Mountain. Yeah, projected around you. Yeah, um, but more, more like um, it was a little bit more. I'm trying to think. There's... It's almost like um, in uh, uh, the the. Um, what is it? Nemo ride where you're, you have crush and you see them. Yeah. And oh they, yeah. They're kind of the, like blowing by you and you think you're going really fast. With the, with the fans and the wind blowing in yes. your face. Yep. And they, and they ever so subtly kind of tilted your tilted. car back a little yes, bit. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. They would kind of, and I'm doing it here in the seat. They would wiggle you back. 
the car would shake from left to right and it would recline slightly yeah. and you'd be faced more up a little bit towards the ceiling and things would whiz by you. And it'd be, it was as a kid, we were like, yeah, we're yeah. going really fast. And then my dad at one point pointed out, <laughs> Look down at the ground, son. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, oh, your dad, did he tell okay. you there was no Santa Claus, too? I mean, what the hell? Like, my dad was like, oh, this easy. is awesome. Man. Look easy. how fast I, we're going. I know? found out my dad actually is listening to the podcast. So, oh, uh, he, By the way, he's enjoying Ian's commentary on that. And also said that Golden Oaks uh, is hidden enough that most people wouldn't see it. So I'm just out of the blue. I'm bringing that up. But, yeah, but yeah what's your dad do, no, John? We should invite him. On. Yeah, he's, his John's dad is a former CFO, so he's a, he's retired. We okay, should so. uh, we should bring him on. Let him guest. Let him guest host sometime. That would be funny at some point. Uh, but, um, um, but anyway, so you yeah, had wings. So that, that's my yep. favorite. Absolutely, it had. It was really at the time. It, it's purely nostalgic. I'm sure if I saw it now, I'd be like, really. Do you remember the cue too? Oh yeah. Well, there's it two video ride through of it that's really cool. But the whole. So I mean, just I, and I don't want to. Evolved. No, it's fine. It's Go. Long background on a few head wings, but it was sponsored by Eastern Airlines, who used to be the official airline of Walt Disney World. So oh, it correct. literally was not much more than a big commercial for Eastern Airlines. Yep. So the the queue area was themed kind of like a you know like a airline terminal boarding area, and the cast members wore like steward you know yep. stewardess uniforms or yep. you know flight attendant. Now I guess we'd have to say, but back then they but were back steward. then it was yeah. Yeah, so it was this whole and and again, if you're interested in seeing it, you can go and Google, you know, if you had Wings ride through. There's a full ride through video on there. It, the quality's not that great because it was a dark ride, and you know, it was probably circa 1980 before we had high tech scene. The dark video cameras commercially available, but you can get a flavor for the Q area and what it looked like and all that. Yeah, because I remember the big flight board where it would tell you where the the flights were going to, and oh. then I also remember the ride actually going through um, a airplane. Like yes. you could look to the left yeah. and right, and and see if you remember this. You do have wings. Have wings. Yeah, you can do all these so things. Yep. Eastern, <laughs> you know, that like awesome. at yeah. the end of the so ride. I mean, out. actually, here's another little bit of trivia. If you don't know the the current um, audio loop for Tomorrowland, actually has the um, if you had wings theme song incorporated Does it? Of it yeah sort of a jazzed up version of it a little bit but it is oh, incorporated cool. in there as, a, as an homage to an extinct attraction but it was um, it was a lot of fun is it pure nostalgia you know I, again it low tech as you can possibly get really but fun but, but fun yeah. yeah actually here's another little thing so if you when you rode the TTA back then right. um, it, as you're going through the tunnel now where you look to the right and you can see Buzz Lightyear yep. if you look to the left um, as you go through that tunnel, you'll notice that there are the three panes of glass yep. that seem sort of out of place because the rest of it is just walls. Well, those were um, overlooks on the other side into uh, if you had wings. Yep. So yep. now yeah. you, can't, you can't look at the overlook there now because the it's a different – it's like a – I'm, I don't know the a backstage, but it's not a scenic portion of the Buzz Lightyear attraction. But you can yep. you'll notice the way there where you used to be able to look down, and I think it was in the um, like the Duns River Falls scene, John, where you were. Yep. Yeah. So. But you know, it, it was. Um, I'm trying to think. Was um, Tomorrowland Trans Authority the People Mover? It was the People. Originally, was that was it People Mover? No, no. I mean, was that a ticketed ride back then? Do you remember? 
I have really dredge in my memory banks, John. I do not. I think that it was somebody's. Somebody's going to have. My dad will probably go. Oh, I know. I have a, the the receipt from 1972 in my, <laughs> you know, and oh, you know that I distinctly me. I remember. Bring, I meant to bring all those little. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll do that some other time. I had my 1974 collectibles that I was going to bring. So. My mom threw out all mine. Oh, I really? had a bag in my uh, my. <laughs> my room i went off to college i came back or so i was like hey mom do you, do you still have in the closet all those you know e-tickets and stuff and i had saved all of our passes for years and years and it's kind of like well that forever will be my baseball card story that my mom threw out all my, uh. all my stuff so sorry mom love you okay moving on uh next gary are you still there I'm I'm still here. Am I, I yeah, I, I can't get my web camera. Can't get your camera Sorry. going. That's okay. As long as the uh, it's good. That's what, really better for the rest of us. Uh, no kidding. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> needs to see this giant Irish potato. Um so my fa- my, my favorite extinct attraction, uh-huh. uh Stitch's Wild Ride. So, that was a joke. Is it still there? <laughs> 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 well, okay. uh, avoiding avoiding the obvious um i'm actually going to go with extraterrestrial um mm. Real, encounter. Huh. okay uh, interesting interesting choice. well I, I was i was gonna let you have yours john well uh, uh, <laughs> see i wasn't gonna go for the obvious i was gonna stay well it need not be mentioned you know put it in that category that's but pre- yeah pretty much um but uh uh yeah you know i i honestly love that that attraction uh I, I really liked it. I liked that, you know, right in the middle of, of it, it, it was completely on Magic Kingdom in the middle of it all. And right. uh, it was scary and it was dark and things exploded in your face and nobody burped with a pizza face right? or, you know, pizza okay. smells and you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah um, it wasn't cartoonish and it had uh, robots no, I, and... I, <laughs> <laughs> no, no wait a minute. You used you used an artificial device there. I actually made the sound effect of the cricket. Wait, really? That was pretty impressive, John. I, <laughs> I, I didn't have that like standing by on an iPod or something. Like that. I was, I you know, I said that I was waiting for you guys to go. Oh, Gary, it's still there. That's like my point exactly. Uh, so, so no. uh, alien encounter. You know, actually, I, I did like that. I liked the pre-show. Yeah. That uh, with uh, with whatever Skippy and the the little alien that got burnt and all that kind of stuff. I, I, I that you know, granted, after the first two or three times you did it, you know the repeat value is kind of the same way it is with Stitch. Now it's like, well, okay, we've done that. Um, but I think there was more repeat value. At least there was more that. repeat value. I, I don't think that. I just I, I just you know I think Stitch is a. a... It's milk toast. It's very yeah. 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 No, I thought it, I thought it was being, fun. It's, it's a it's offensive. It's like <laughs> it feels like the imagination. Leave it thought, to like, Ian to take it to the next uh, level. I don't mind it. Really? Uh, right, no, some balance here. I don't. Look, I mean, do you, you know, you, I, wait, Mel, do you not mind it because your kids like it? Yeah. Okay. You know what? Not, you know I, what? I can I can deal with that. My kids Actually, like it. Same thing with fun. Speedway. When people complain about the Speedway, oh, I'm I like, seriously, that has given my family so much joy through the years. So yeah. Yeah, I know you don't. I mean, but... It's just one of the longest lines in the park. Absolutely. Like, people always want to but, demolish the speedway. I'm like, but on. you know what, Ian? God, I just have to think back to being a kid yep. and the first time I could drive my own speedway right. car. Right. I that don't. That was yep. so magical. 
Of course. I can be alone. I've reached the height where I can be alone. I don't have to be with mom and dad. Look, let me tell you right now. My kids, when they go to Disney World, you know, and Mm -hmm. we go frequently, so maybe this isn't the best example because I guess they're a little bit more jaded on it than maybe, but... That one of the can we go in the cars? We have to yes. go in the cars. Can we go in the cars? When are we going to go in the cars? I want to go in the cars. Let's go in the cars. My twelve-year-old and ten-year-old still every time we go to Magic Kingdom have to ride. We do right, it every that time. Says it all. That's why it's still time. there. They can't yep, exactly. Drive. They can't drive. So yeah. just about every theme park has the, you know, has to drive the, the car. The, drive the car thing. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. But it's and just it's, you can drive a car and you're six. You know. It is it's all about the fantasy. That's right. <laughs> sorry, Gary. We like. But anyway, guys. that's a, yeah. Sorry. That's no, right. But that's kind of how I feel about Stitch. I mean, I love it because I. Well, I think love. we. I think we know what your yours is now. No, I'm gonna. No, you're gonna change it. I'm gonna change it. Um. You were gonna go with Skyway. Yeah, and that's probably my favorite in the Magic Kingdom. But I'll hop over. But, to well, what what you know, what did you like so much about Skyway? I just, it was He's just not fun. letting it change, Mel. No, I'm not going to let. I'm, I'm, I want to hear. I mean, I want to hear what the opinion. By the way, is on. just for the record, the Wedway People Mover was a D ticket, John. Thank you. Yeah, sorry. Please well, let uh, me. Change. Like I said, my dad would have told me if, if you didn't. So thank you for the internet, um, Mel. Can I change? You can change, but I, I do. I do want to hear what. No, what it was just cool to soar all to soar above the, you know, above Photo fans op land, too. and yeah, it was. Oh, I pull out those old, you know, snapshots. Yeah, I mean, I've got tons of pictures and video from being up in the cabs, you know, uh, and that was great. And again, it was kind of like the people mover in that there rarely was a really, really long line for it. Sometimes Uh, there would be. I don't ever remember waiting in a... It was just kind of slow loading again. That was the only, you know... Yeah, a little slow loading, but... It was, it was like one of those things where, okay, everything else is crowded, it's hot, uh, mm-hmm. and hey, I want to just take a leisurely ride from one part of the park to the other. Well, yeah, and that was a nice thing, too. You literally could take a ride from, you didn't have to walk. I mean, it's kind of a hike if you really stop right. to think about it all. Do you know what's funny now, though? I probably wouldn't ride it, because with my old age, I've gotten all leery about heights and stuff. <laughs> so I think about it now, and I really probably wouldn't ride it. No, that wow. See, I, I, I would have ridden it because if the banana splits had access to one, I think it's cool for everybody. Nice. Yeah. Scary yeah. with the obscure reference of the day. Obscure? Awesome. Banana well, splits I mean, are not obscure. No, but that they rode in a, uh, in uh, a uh, well, sky maybe, ride. I know that. I mean, come on. It's, you have to watch the credits. Okay, la, can I change? Go ahead, Mel. Okay. Because unlike you guys, I didn't grow up going to the Magic Kingdom. For okay. me, it's my Magic Kingdom is kind of Epcot because I didn't start going until I was 12 or whatever. So oh, the thing no. I remember. Oh, no. Here we go. Now she's going to take mine. Go ahead. No, the like, Living is... Seas. Okay, good. Is that yours? Nope. Okay. Nope. I just I have really fond memories of just the, thinking that was so cool getting on that hydrolator and thinking you're I mean and the sea cabs yeah, sea base alpha in the movie and you know, oh rained, the deluge rained, the deluge it it I just yeah I just deluge fun. I like the, I did I I like the whole the whole idea of it you know it's a whole you, experience yeah you went you went underwater you run you know yep. The mm-hmm. whole thing, and if you didn't take the hydrolator out and just walked out of the uh, out of the exit, you know, it just right. felt weird. Yeah, it was like jarring. You were like, "Wait, what? Yeah, how do I, I get here?" Yeah. Yeah, I was, was just, just, just under sea on Sea Base Alpha. Yeah, <laughs> I I, I'm, I'm a simple man. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I just when we when you go now and you go through the end part of the queue right before you get on the um, 
the Nemo ride, you know, that's that was the theater. Um, mm-hmm. And I just like walking through there. And I, just, the way, I like that movie. I thought it was cool. I'm not sure, but um, I do have audio of that movie um, somewhere. Was it, it a may, famous It may, be, it famous may actually lady. be on the... I was yeah, trying to remember who it was. Who narrated it was woman, that? Wasn't it? Yes, it was, was a woman. It, was it? Oh, was it? I can it hear rained, it right. It rained and it, it rained. rained. Yeah. It rained. <laughs> and then no, it, it was a woman. The deluge. Yeah. But yeah, um, so that's that's kind of my childhood. I yeah, but I used yeah. to love all that up there. No, I. Uh, we all. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot to like about that. I'm I'm trying to see whether uh, on the site um, whether we actually have the audio of that. The narrator was Hope Alexander Willis. Okay, no, that never means heard of her. nothing to me. <laughs> me you asked, I answered. I know. I was. I thought. I thought. I I, I was thinking it was like you know. Yeah, I thought it was somebody famous too. Famous, but right. Well, so many yeah. of the, people, the voices were. I mean, Walter Cronkite, not you know right. all those other. I mean, there were a lot of well-known voice talent. I, and I don't dislike Nemo at all. I, and I know it was a lot. A lot of the issues were the sponsor pulling out, and um, didn't they close down part? They closed. What happened? Oh, it was clo- the the sea cabs were closed forever. Right. Right. I mean, I don't, nobody was really. I, I guess they just weren't working or something. I don't know. There was there was a lot of. Uh, they shut them down. I mean, yeah. when, 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 when they, that was post nine eleven. was a post nine eleven change. They right. just like shut them down. There was no explanation. They just said, you know, we're not doing this anymore. Right. Huh. Right. And then it kind of, it didn't live. They did not come back until they opened the seas. You know, right. With, with right. Nemo and friends, which was, I don't remember a couple of years ago now, I guess. So huh. they were down for a long time. Yeah, that's right. That yeah. pavilion was like useless when that. I mean, like it was like, what? What is this? Like you would walk in and there was there was no story. There was no. You would like right. you walked in and it was like an aquarium. Looked at fish and you left. You were like, really? What? What is that? A pet store? We, like what? Just, yeah, actually, yeah, see, yeah. you know, I I kind of feel like the aquarium section now is kind of empty. I mean, it, it, it's, I, it's, it's got sad. It's, yeah, it's got a hollow feeling to it. Yeah, Be- yeah because yeah. of the turtle talk and. And other Which I love, Turtle Talk, and I well, no, Turtle Talk's different. great. It's just yeah. I, I no, felt but, like but, there was we, this this big deal when you were you know Seabase Alpha had this feeling about it, you know. And again, I was a sucker for that that eighties edutainment thing, right? You know, right. and you know, but they would have the guy come in through that water mm-hmm. tube thing. They and, still do that. Yeah, though. they do. They do. The they airlock. Still do. He still does come in through the airlock. Does not really. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just, I, just I think. What I was trying to say, not necessarily that that it was bad having Turtle Talk there, but the focus now is so much on the the Nemo ride and then Turtle Talk that the rest of the pavilion seems to kind of have suffered for it. I think that's what it seemed. Yeah, I don't know, more educational. I don't know what, but uh, more interesting. Uh, when I but, look in the tanks, sometimes I'm like, are there? Like, oh, they're not, fish not the main one, but the other. I'm like, is there <laughs> a fish in there? Like, you just see these like steel grates and gates. I'm like, what? What is this? Like, what? Yeah, it's it's a little it's a little odd. It definitely doesn't feel well connected because you have like some displays that are you know save the manatee, and then there's another one that's like stick your head in Bruce's mouth. You know, there's like not really a very <laughs> right. like it's not very cohesive. Like, yeah, trust manatee see. monkey kingdom. Yeah, yeah it's a little. It's been off. there forever. So, but. Yeah. but yeah, but that's, I that's a good choice. I loved the, yeah. the seas back in the day. That when it was that was that was one of my favorite pavilions right. in Epcot for sure. So John, tell us about Here's World John. of Motion. 
You figured it out. Hey, Gary, that's <laughs> oh, very good. Well, I, you know, again, the um, Horizons is the need not even mention. Just because it is. You, you guys have heard me ran on enough about that, and, and I think we all do. Um, by the way, uh, just to, to bring it up, the Living Seas video, granted this is old video and it's real video and you have to have the real player installed. That's a whole thing. But if you're interested in seeing the hydrolators and the pre-show and some other stuff, we do have it on the website. So um, head on over to the Epcot section and then drill down to the uh, Living Seas to be able to see that. But... World of Motion. You know what my favorite part of that ride was? I'm going to let you guys guess. Why don't you tell us what your favorite part was? Have you been on it? Okay, Kramer. Yeah, yeah. Have you been, you know, so, well, let me just ask. Melanie, had you been on World of Motion? Yes. Okay. I'll tell you my favorite part. So everybody everybody else has been on it, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. What is your favorite part of the ride? My favorite part was the very beginning, coming out and around and getting that beautiful view of the ball. I just... Oh, okay. well, I remember was, that so distinctly. That was definitely cool. And I can remember yes. the, the, uh, oh, we're in air conditioning then. Oh, it's so hot out here. And then you go back into the air conditioning. Goes, right. Oh, right. The, cold in here. Yeah. yeah I, I know. The, the orange, ride looped. The orange feel, you know. Yep. The, but that wasn't it. Okay. Sorry. Yes. That wasn't it. Anyone else want to? No. Well, I think anybody that knows me, I'm, I'm big on, on the future and what's, what's ahead of us. And I think that's why Horizons probably struck a pretty big chord with me. But at the end of the ride, do you remember the future city that they had mm-hmm. in there mm-hmm. where you would see, uh, you know, cars zipping across, you know, light things. And it, it was a whole big, like crystal city, almost like something out of Logan's run or something like that. And yes. uh, there's an obscure reference. Go watch that kids. Um, but then they not. did, they did the haunted mansion thing at the end too, where, you know, you have uh, ghosts riding in your car. Well, instead what they did is they put you inside as your cab went by of a futuristic vehicle and you could see yourself like in the window riding by kind of so it was the haunted mansion effect reused and repurposed in a different way so i can just remember if nothing else wanting to go through that ride to see that future city and i just thought that was so cool um and and there was a like a little version like you kind of almost got a glimpse of it in the old um spaceship earth spaceship towards earth, the yeah. end of the ride yep. where you were going mm-hmm. and you looked off to the right hand side but th- this was huge and i remember just as a kid thinking that's where i want to live i want to live in that that cool <laughs> city where cars are zipping around and, and i want to live in that house that's on the living with the land ride that you can like it's on the <laughs> that farm. is a great house <laughs> we yeah, talked about this I, john that's we read that, that ride I call that my retirement home. That is a great childhood memory also. I mean, riding by there, it just makes me think of those early trips. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. That's a great house. I miss the Epcot music of the 80s. Like, Uh, man, they had so many great, you know, like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I could go off for an hour on that kind of stuff. But yeah, every pavilion had its own theme song. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. I mean, going from from Future World all the way around to World Showcase uh, to the uh, Astuter Computer Review. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? The little leprechaun dancing on top of all the Epcot computers because, you know, computers were a new thing back then. Wow, computers are running all of Epcot, you know, um, and I can just remember that. But all that music and all of them did, though. I mean, they all had everything. Signature yes. songs. I mean, for for, you Listen know, with the land. Obviously, you had right. Listen to the land, and you had uh, 
the you know clearly journey journey into imagination had the you know mm-hmm. the one little spark right spaceship earth had uh tomorrow's child tomorrow's child uh yeah they all had their little uh their and horizons the, if horizons, we can dream if, it then, then we, we can, can do, do it, it. Yeah. yep right and i feel like there was another one for well there was the that was later though the kitchen cabaret one but that was a little i feel like there I was missed, uh well the the uh the the um uh what is it? Energy, universe of energy. Had yeah, a, had a song. Universe, universe of, of energy. energy. Yep. <laughs> Come on, that was classic. That was great. I know. Yes. Was, everybody, <laughs> I mean, every, and yeah, I mean that that that's true. Of course, world of motion had that. I have to admit, to though, John, I think a lot of times oh. I mix up horizons and world of motion. World of motion. Well, there were they, elements. They were themes. similar. Yeah. Yes. And I think some of the same animatronics got repurposed right. in both rides like they, they were like the same have you ever noticed like, that what is by the, the way scene, remember the scene um where like a de- delivery truck had run into there were eggs yep, and yep, stuff yep, everywhere. Exactly. Yeah, which was that, that was, in that was the world ice of truck crashed into the uh wasn't it an ice truck john ice truck maybe yeah <laughs> maybe like a truck that was world of motion yeah. yes See, world but motion. have you have you ever noticed that though with the audio animatronics where occasionally yes. you'll see the same guy in like oh, four man. different rides. Yeah, there's one. Um, oh, what was <laughs> the one that used to get me all the time? It used to be in Spaceship Earth. I think it's gone now. I, I know what you're talking about. But there was a guy like on the right hand side when you went into like the Renaissance. Oh, it, yeah. it, he looked exactly like like um, Andrew Jackson from the Hall of Presidents, or one of the one of those guys <laughs> from the Hall of Presidents. Yeah. And then there's always just been got... that the that the Egyptian guy in the beginning is a recycled Dwight Eisenhower. <laughs> From, uh, oh, I'll have to remember that. I remember the one you're talking about with the hair, Andrew Jackson. Yeah, the hair, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I remember him. That's yeah, funny. That's funny. Uh, you know, uh, Recycled Dwight Eisenhower is the name of my band. <laughs> so. hmm. All right. Your, your, new, your new album, Andrew Recycled. Jackson. Recycled. <laughs> Jackson sings. Yeah, there you go. There it is. Thank you. <laughs> Very yeah. nice. So, uh, yeah, I think we, we cover everybody, everybody. Yes, we're good. We're good. Garrett and Gary. All right, we got everybody. So, um, yeah, that, that's our best of. Uh, some of it a little unexpected and went off in a couple different directions, but to be expected. We're good there. at that. Um, yeah. Um, uh, also, the like thing we teased done. before the break um, was the tangled uh, package at Ready? Everyone say it. Bibbidi bobbidi Boutique. Well, no, we need to talk about Tangled. And Tangled, too. I mean, the movie itself. I mean, we can do both. Right, 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 right. Yeah. <laughs> I saw it this weekend. Did you? Yeah, see, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't seen it yet. I've heard a lot of um, decent reviews, and I've actually heard reviews from uh, a teenage boy who said, you know, it wasn't that bad. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so, my wife and daughter loved it. They had a great really? time. So... Huh. I couldn't get my 12-year-old to go, but my 10-year-old really enjoyed it, and um, the 10-year-old girl that was with us loved it. So, Well, if um, you want, there's uh, right now on YouTube, uh, and I ha- I'll, I, John, I'll give you the, I'll find it and get you the link. Get me uh, the Earl. There is a video for their original idea mm. for Rapunzel. It was a Glenn Keane. Right. You know, it was a the Beast. legendary... Right. animator um and he had an idea i think it was called i want to say it was rapunzel untangled yeah and they had he had you know there's there's this uh you know it's kind of like a scratch film and it's it's an idea that's up there it's on youtube right now um 
Right. And uh, you can see where they were going with the original but, idea and possibly be happy about the fact that they didn't go that way. Really? Was it, uh, it supposed to be as comedic? And it, You know, it was just, it was different. It just, I, it didn't work. Well, I was wondering if it was kind of a, what is it, the kingdom in the sun thing that turned into, uh, what was the thing, movie with David Spade uh, and... Uh, Emperor's New Groove. Emperor's New Groove. Yeah, I, I like that went, movie. I yeah, that's a good movie. I know, totally, uh, totally underrated. I think actually, Kronk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Loving, yeah, loving well, the Kronk. That's loving, solid mahogany. Loving putty. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, so uh, what's what's kind of the uh, the backstory, Mel? Where does it? What what what? I mean, what is the movie about? A little bit, just a fifty cent version. There's a. Um, of course, your your villain. Uh, right. There's a kingdom with the king and queen. They have a well. She's the queen's pregnant. This is just all in the five minute, first five minutes. She's pregnant. Um, she gets very sick. There's a special magic uh, plant that okay. um, will keep you young. <laughs> hmm. it's, okay. Anyway, uh, it will heal. It's it will heal, but it also made the villain. Uh, villainous she it made her young but anyway um oh gosh see you're making me you <laughs> it's, kind of, it's kind of complicated the queen needs the plant <laughs> the, the the mean lady gives her a plant but takes her her child and right right because she needs the child to remain young she needs the child's hair <laughs> it actually is not a very simple plot <laughs> but it comes off well fine. that's all from that's all from the the fairy tale i mean Oh, well, right. true, true, true. Yeah. So. But, um, and Chuck, Chuck is in it. Chuck? Chuck, yeah. The, Chuck from the TV series? show. Yeah. Uh, Zachary Levi. Yeah. And Mandy Moore, I think, does a great job. I've, I've always – she has a very poppy voice, but she does a good job with the – So is it, is it a funny, lots of lots of it's comedic moments, slapstick? It's, it goes back musical. to – Musical. Yes, it's musical. Okay. It's typical, and it's – Alan Menken wrote the music. I'm not sure who did the not lyrics. Not that they'd be marketing it that way. What? You, not that they were marketing it that way. No, they were not. But it's your typical – It's No, look, to me, it looked like Shrek. The way yeah, they were marketing it. Yeah. it, it, re, it re really seemed like they they went after you know the comedic elements. That's why I even asked. Okay, it what is it? Is it a musical? Uh, I mean, do they have music numbers? Music, yes. I didn't know. It's typical. It's your typical. It. It's got your villain, your your love interest, your funny little sidekicks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, the fairy tale music. Okay. And none of the songs are. I kind of agree. I saw this somewhere. There's not, you know, it's not part of your world or it's not a, right. a lot of the songs aren't real catchy. Maybe with more viewings, it would become that way, but um, it's beautiful. It reminded me of um, like the first time I saw Pocahontas and how strikingly beautiful the, the scenery was. It, it's, it's a very pretty film. Okay. And it, is it, is it CGI computer generated or is it hand drawn? Mm, yes. It's, Yes, to CGI. Which. CGI, right? Yes. It, yeah, it looked that way from the uh, commercials. So no, it, it looks. I, so I haven't seen it, but you know, as an animation nerd, it right. looks beautifully animated. Right. And you know, as far as Di you know, Disney features making yeah. a, a you know a computer generated film, they have not succeeded in that very well. Right. In the past, right. but this does Before look beautiful. And okay, that's trying to be generous, um, <laughs> but. Uh, uh, no, they 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 obviously succeeded in porting their style. 
the traditional right. Disney style over to okay. uh, well, that's, the modern that, technology, and I think right. that's a big right. deal. Yeah, that's been my problem in the past with uh, seeing. I, I literally vowed to my family I'm not going to see another CGI Disney movie again. Or see, I've almost gotten to the point where anything that's predominantly CGI was going to be a problem. Can't even remember now what Tron's the last one. coming out. Now, What's the last so one? I have to go. Bolt. Was it Bolt? Yeah. Mm. Whatever. Bolt and Chicken Little. Chicken Bolt Little, yeah. Chicken Little was not. And meet the oh, Robinsons. And meet the Robinsons. Yeah. You know, Chicken Little was so bad that I actually i i blocked it out of my memory. I can't. Yeah, I, I I liked Meet the Robinsons, and Meet the oh, Robinsons. Meet the Robinsons. I didn't see. Yeah. Meet well, the Robinsons had a, had a different style because it was uh, based very heavily on a, a certain author's uh, book. Mm. So he was the guy who did that uh, Roly Poly Oly. Oh, uh, show. Yeah. We used to love. I, I couldn't. I, I I literally I refused to go see. Meet the Robinsons because of Chicken Little. I, uh, I well, like, it was better than Chicken Little, but mm. yeah, I thought yeah, but, I mean, a blank screen would have been better than Chicken Little. Like, well, I'd sure. rather get, I'd rather walk into the theater, get clubbed on the head, have them take my eight dollars and leave, than watch Chicken Little over again. Like, right. By the way, since we're dancing around the issue anyway, there was also a rumor out there or a story that uh, had come out, um, which. It seems like Disney tried to almost redact after it came out uh, that this was the end of Disney doing fairy tales. I uh, know that 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 was princess that. movies. Was it? It was princess movies. Princess fairy tale movies. They well, are trying to get away from the idea that they're they make princessy movies, and they were pushing. I can't remember what the next movie is, but the 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 female lead in the story was going to be very active and more of an action hero than i you know i think that they're and that's kind of how they marketed tangled and it could be i remember my son going you know i thought this was supposed to be more for boys and it's really not not i'm surprised considering what what are you know going back to the the fairy tale thing in magic kingdom it's 90 percent stand in line to meet a princess so right well, not it really. Obviously I mean, works. We don't know whether it is or not. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Touche, yeah. Ian. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll be surprised. I meant that comment more broadly in the sense of like, well, maybe they're reevaluating that at an enterprise level. You know, maybe we're not. Right. Maybe the, yeah, but didn't they didn't they issue a, a, a pretty much a statement yeah, after yeah, that yeah, came out? No, 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 no. That's not. That's not. What it said was, it's not like this is a hard and fast rule or anything that we're not going to make a dish. You know, we're never going to make a fairy tale again. It, we're, we're just, just focusing on other things for the next. Or some, right, the next yeah. couple Five, of movies ten. are not. But then they, but they even say they had something in production or they had a few things that they were working on now. I thought I saw. They may have made some vague, yeah, some vague like, statement some about that. Yeah. yeah, but they, you know, that they they probably have, you know, at any given time in, in a studio like that, they probably have five movies that they've got quote unquote sure. in production right. that won't make it to actually being animated. You know, they've got people working on stuff to see how it how it floats yeah. and then it's going to get killed. Storyboards and yeah, yeah exactly. Right, that's what that's how so. how it works. Right. You so so they, there literally may be a princess movie in production right now sure. that hasn't been killed yet. But like someone like, oh, said, yeah, well, But if it doesn't make was, it through the sweat box, it won't come out. When right. was the last Disney princess movie? The last one, the the frog, yeah. Princess and the Frog. Yeah, it was oh, the last yeah, movie true. that they Duh. did, <laughs> and that was, that was hand animated. Before, Before that, though, 
Yeah, and you know, Princess and the Frog, by all accounts, and I again, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Was it was a either. great movie. I mean, everybody I know who saw but, it, loved it was good. It. They Another beautiful it. movie. It was it very pretty too. Do particularly well at the box office. Well, here's uh, okay. Here, here's the here's the problem again. Um, they're they're still trying to make animated movies for the 1990s. They're still using the Beauty and the Beast, Little Mermaid idea, the formula, the style, and you know it. Just like you couldn't make another Snow or uh, uh, Sleeping Beauty now, you know that's a 1950s movie, and I I, I think that you know somebody's got to come up and say, okay, we need we need to evolve. I mean, Pixar is constantly evolving. They're they're constantly doing new things. And it always feels like okay, well, a new Disney movie's coming out. And are they really though? I, I don't know if I agree with that, Gary. Pixar Pixar's movies are pretty formulaic. I mean, there's a well, there's almost always a buddy pair, and then there's some peripheral gang that ha- like I mean, Cars is not that much different from Toy Story. I mean, they really kind of stick to what like they tell a pretty. I mean, now look, was Wally a departure from that? Yeah, maybe a little bit. Mm. That was a bit of it, you know. But even and I mean, up up was very different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, wait a minute. But yeah, it was a buddy. Sense. I mean, yeah. Th- I mean, but yeah. It's a but up was a buddy film. I mean, true. You know, they, oh, I was thinking about the beginning. Film, and, yeah. Right. It, it was. But a little they can beat. tell. They can tell a story in a much better way because they focus on that story. Disney doesn't focus on the story. They focus on the formula. Right. That's, that's well, and I think they focus on the format too much too. Yeah. Like this whole idea of like, well, we're gonna kill hand drawn animation because you know it's so nineteen ninety seven. Like, who cares? Just tell me a good story. I don't care if you draw it, write it, you know, crayon it. It doesn't matter. Just tell me a good story. I'll show up and pay the money. But but I, don't worry about what for you know. Does Pixar would would a Pixar movie be any better or worse if it was not CGI? I mean, no. It's a great story. Well, all right. From a visual, yes. Cars was an incredibly visually right. movie to see in the theater. I would still love it as much as I did right now. Yeah, it's a good no. story. Well, I think yeah, I think in that story, in that respect, I mean, you're right, but they also have to develop for the 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 uh, form format that they're using. So you can't you can't do the same things hand drawn that you can do using CGI. So, I mean, you know, the, the impossibility of the, the door, you know, the closet door scene in uh, Monster mm-hmm. Inc., Monsters, Monsters Inc. in hand-drawn. Could it be done? Yes. Could it, would it take 10 years and, and uh, possibly cost the sanity of several animators? Most likely, yeah. Yeah, and the so. life savings of uh, Walt Disney. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're right. That's, that's a fair point. I mean, you're right. Well, yeah, you yeah. different approaches, but I still think it's... No, you're right. At the heart yeah, of it is a story. story. It's a good stupid. story. I mean, it's you know, like just tell me a good story. I don't care how you tell. I mean, a book is the same as a CD, is the same as a vid movie. As long as the story's good, people will listen. And the problem is, their stories have been horrible. I mean, you know, they just for the most. I, that's a bit of a broad brush and probably not fair. I mean, I'm I'm primarily thinking of a couple of their stinkers like Home on the Range and, right. and you know, that were really bad, but. <laughs> I mean, some of their movies I thought just got unfair, bad press. Like, I thought Atlantis was actually a really good movie. Though. I liked mm-hmm. Atlantis, too. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. right. So, I mean, some of them, I think, just got Treasure caught up Planet. in the fact that... All right, that was... It tough. wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I didn't think that was that bad, either. But, yeah. hey, so we so we were talking about the end of fairy tales and princesses and things like that. Well, princesses aren't going away in the Magic Kingdom. 
um, because we were we started off on all this <laughs> talking about the tangled package at the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. So apparently there's there's a new thing going on over there for your little princesses. Only for a limited time, though. For a limited time. Well, I don't do know. Then they'll probably do you have some of the details on that, Mel, or do you want me to give what what I've got on that? Um, I really looking at the packages. The only difference I see is is the wig. You get the long. Well, I don't know how they'll do the wig, but uh, otherwise it's the same glitter. You know, and yeah, it looks get, a little a little cheaper. It's 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 only fifty something dollars compared to only yeah the, some of the other now available for the low low price of right. $50. But I, I I'm interested to see. I don't know what the hair looks like, but because the yeah. hair is, that's such a compelling part of the movie. The hair. The hair. It's a supporting character. <laughs> is, is it? Hmm. Yes. Okay. It is. It's, right. it's good. So. Yeah. But yeah, looking at the actual package, I you know that's just a little. I think I think what what'll what'll be, you know, it's going to live or die based on whether or not little girls right. want to be Rapunzel. So right, and right, right now uh, it's hot. I mean, you know. Yeah. So. Well, uh, also uh, stuff going on in the park, and I'm I'm going to try and hit a couple things here uh, quickly because we're running out of time for this week. Uh, Tron pins. Uh, Tron opens up in, you know, another week or so at the most. Uh, there's some really cool Tron pins coming to the park. Tons of them, in fact. Um, they even have a pin of the Tron rail. So if you oh, cute. thought that was cool, um, they've got like Tron discs, uh, Tron characters, uh, things like that. Um, also, Tron characters? The, 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 uh, the pins. The oh, pins. the pins. Just the pins. Yeah, on okay. the pins themselves. Sorry. Um, uh, 20th. The twenty what twenty twentieth or 25th anniversary pin, something like that. 1982. I'm seeing like discs. I'm uh, there's a ton of stuff. Literally uh, a bunch of things from the movies. Also, if you are a Tron fan, um, I just downloaded today the uh, Tron soundtrack that is out. So if you're a fan of Daft Punk, um, there's some real neat uh, music um, from the movie that's um, out. So you might want to check that out as well and also out in the stores is it out now or in the next few days epic mickey it's out it's out it came out on the 30th can we go back to tron for a second yeah go try and buy tron on dvd right now the original tron yep really not available sold out nope can't buy it (gasps) i might have no no way no way no way now are you now are you are you saying it's sold out or are you saying that maybe Disney has pulled it now to re- it's it issue? is not available right now I believe it'll be reissued uh, 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 the last one was the twentieth anniversary collector's okay. edition okay. Um, I have it too which came out in two thousand two which looks I'm sure you waited in line for it John <laughs> don't mock Tron. Yeah, <laughs> no. Will you be at the Fine, midnight showing next week? Too, yeah. uh, I don't know. I really want to see it in the biggest theater I can possibly see it in. So, um, don't Is know. it playing on IMAX and stuff? Mm-hmm. Is it? Yep. Yeah. Opening in IMAX. So, yeah, they don't. Uh, and do I'd like to see well. it in a real IMAX theater, not heard, like I've, these new things that they call IMAX theaters. Like I've that. heard that uh, the 3D is actually. <clears throat> looks really good in this one can't imagine and that i've i've heard from people who don't because i'm not a fan of 3d films yeah generally I, not i don't i don't like them i think they're dark and i don't they, they don't immerse me it actually takes me out of 
out of the wow, movie. did you see Toy Story 3 in 3D? No, I didn't. Oh, I mean, I typically agree with you. Toy, if, if it's done nearly as well, Toy Story 3 in 3D was awesome. Like, it well, was cool. About halfway through the movie, I suddenly realized, like, holy crap. This is in 3... I shouldn't say crap. <laughs> Holy cow! This was in 3D. It's like like it was totally immersive. I forgot. I'm gonna it was star out like again. It was it was yeah right. Just star me out. Um, it was really well done. So I mean, it can be done well if you if you if yeah, apparently with the new technology they're using because it was Toy Story three was well yeah really it's well usually done. like yeah. Well, I hated Avatar. I was one of those guys. So I never even saw that. So. Yeah, I haven't seen it. <laughs> anyway, it's terrible. But... Uh, epic, epic Mickey. Um, yes, I haven't gotten is... it yet. I'm planning on it, but uh, it's gotten really good reviews. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of ticked though. Gaming. It's only coming to the Wii though. And th- yeah, that, it's it like, trash. I just when I wanted to get rid of my Wii, I, I have a Wii, and our kids never play it. They're like, God, totally are you serious. Yeah, they're totally sold on the Xbox. I have kids that are like, 14 I, and 16. I can't man. get my kids off the Xbox. I need to buy an or the Wii. I need to buy another Wii just to you get want them mine? out. Of my... <laughs> well, I can make you a deal. It comes with lots of great games, including the Toy Story game that replicates the ride. We'll talk. And later. we have it, and we're just like you, John. Our Wii's been sitting idle for. A year, but my my ten year old wants Epic Mickey, so couldn't yeah. care less. Yeah, we got we're we're getting an Xbox with, with Connect. Yeah, oh, well, nice. Yeah, well, that's yes. My here. kids are headed in that direction too, but um, they're not getting that for a while. I have an Xbox, but that's for me. No, I'm buying it for me. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like I'll, ESPN, I'll meet you on ESPN Xbox Live on Xbox. That's that's an yeah, and Mel too. That's enough of a reason to buy it as an adult. What? ESPN three. You can you can watch anything that's on ESPN three, even if it's oh, online see, only you guys content were trying to on explain your big all that to me the other day, and I I don't understand that. Awesome. I watch TV on TV. I don't. No no no, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm with you, Mel. I think I don't Mel, think I'm hip enough to worry about all. Mel, as a sports fan, as a sports fan, there are you know there's some content that's on ESPN three alone, right? That's online. And so, oh, right. And it's not on any sort of ESPN network. So basically, you could just go to the interface and watch it on TV. You, right, at the uh, ESPN event you went to, right? Isn't that when they announced this ESPN3 thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, and so it's it's rather cool, though. So (laughs) Xbox, good reason to have it. But getting getting back to (laughs) the. SFX is only on Wii. Yeah, yes. No, it's gotten a lot of really good reviews. Uh, the, the issues that people have with it is just game, some gameplay mm-hmm. accuracy issues, and it's you know, but the story works. People like it. It's beautifully made. I'd mm. uh, love. I'd love. I haven't been able to play it because I haven't either. Because we do have it in house, but I'm not allowed to unveil it because yes. you know, right. for obvious so reasons. It's waiting. It's December. But yeah. The, the, the criticism I saw was not was one that frankly is not unusual for kind of first person it you know the the interface is a bit challenging you know you can get yourself in situations where the rear view camera mm-hmm. you know you're staring at a wall and you have to make a jump blind i mean that's not those are not problems that are unusual to game i mean i've had i'm a big fan of the splinter cell games and they have that same problem too so it, it, most of what i read was was pretty positive it's a good if, game for yeah, kids yeah. adults and you know that's what i saw so have you guys read it? Oh, sorry. Have I was just going to say it's back along the, the kind of the quality of like Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, that was a good game. Definitely. Have you guys read anything about uh, the Tron Legacy games that are coming out? 
I know there's there I, are I, a couple yeah. of them coming, which seem, you know, it almost seems, wow, it'd be a natural fit, but I'm worried that it's not going to live up to the uh, hype or, or look anywhere near as good as you the know, movie. We'll have to see if the whole, the whole thing lives up to the hype. I know. I'm kind of interested too. I'm glad it's almost here. I mean, that, you know, I'm playing I'm my excited. Tron game I'm, in the basement every be. night waiting. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait either. I'm I'm excited, but I, you know, whether it finds a mainstream audience and it becomes All right. what I think they're hoping it becomes. I, I predict Blockbuster. Do you? Yes, I do. Well, but you, I would You'd be surprised. There are a lot a lot Oh of no, pizza. all three males in my house are a lot going to of see pizza. it. I'm not going to see yeah. it, but You're not going to get dragged no. along. No, oh, it, it holds no interest to me. I think yeah, the Tron and Rail is really cool, but <laughs> other than that, hmm. no, I have no interest. I don't know. I'm not a Did big you see the original? fan. No. Uh, well, that might, that might hurt. Yeah, we have it. I guess I well, could watch it, but anyway. And on that note, I think, guys, we've covered most of what we hope to cover tonight. But, uh, again, as always, we're leaving a few things on the plate for next week's episode. Uh, or the next episode, not next week, but probably in a few weeks from now. Um, maybe a scheduling problem there with Christmas coming up, but we'll see. Yeah, we're, we're all getting up again. at 4 a.m. on Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and we're all going to get together and <laughs> open presents in front of every, each other on Skype. It'll be great. I will be back yeah. ribs. I'll be traveling to the uh, Walt Disney World area on Thursday, so you'll be ready to talk. I will be ready to. I will be primed and ready to talk when I get back. I guarantee okay. you. I will predict right now that as curmudgeonly and cranky as I've been about the Walt Disney World company lately on this, that I will have a great time and come back. You know, <laughs> well, you know, glowing. Go figure. Hey man, I yeah, I, do. I've, you know, I ke- I keep complaining and and all that and last time I was there I was there mostly for business but I sat and just soaked it in I barely did anything yeah and you know, you know I feel I, just, I almost feel dirty when I do that because I know that they know that we do that and they capitalize on it and that's why they yeah. can get away with all this stuff I feel like I should walk around just randomly complaining about things just to get you know walk into city hall <laughs> just for the heck of it yeah. to affect change complaining about something I'm not sure this line is I want to register long. a complaint about <laughs> what I don't paint care that. anything just write it down. I'm complaining. Yeah. No, I, I, uh, yeah, I sat in Epcot most of the time. I've done that. I mean, That's I've done that to do. more than <laughs> once. You know, mm-hmm. just of course I had the 15 beers for 15 years thing at that point. So, oh, here we go. I mean, on that note, yeah, on that note, brought the beer in. Bonk. Yeah, Woo! we're gonna we're gonna wrap another edition of the Intercot Insider for Melody, Ian, Gary. I'm John, and uh, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and uh, have a great New Year. If we didn't talk to you before then, but uh, hopefully we will. So, have a good uh, good day, good evening, good afternoon, and goodbye. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>